Hello, and welcome back to the Vision is Vital podcast. Thank you for coming back to the Anorexia Nervosa series. This time, we are actually going to be looking at the risks involved. So now we're going to be looking at causes, risk factors, and any sort of complications that may arise from this uh, eating disorder. So we'll begin with Mayo Clinic. They list off that some of the causes, the exact cause of anorexia is unknown. With, as with many diseases, it's probably a combination of biological, psychological, and environmental factors. Biological. Although it's not yet clear which genes are involved, there may be genetic changes that some people, that make some people at higher risk of developing anorexia. Some people may have a genetic tendency towards perfectionism, uh, sensitivity, and preservation. All traits associated with anorexia. Psychological. Some people with anorexia may have obsessive-compulsive personality traits that makes it easier to stick to restrictive diets and forego food despite being hungry. They may have an extreme drive for perfectionism, which causes them to think that they're never thin enough. They may have high levels of anxiety and engage in restrictive eating to reduce it. Okay, so... As far... Well... Let me list off here, by the way. Let me list off the environmental and then I'll get into that. Um, environmental. Modern Western culture emphasizes thinness, success, and worth are often equated with being thin. Peer pressure may help fuel the desire to be thin, particularly among young girls. Okay, so the biological factor. Um, like I said, if you, if your family, okay, if your family has a history of eating disorders of any kind, even if it's binging, eating disorder, or anything like that, you are more at risk for it. I know this to be a thing. Uh, Just because I know a lot of people that have binge eating disorders, but their families are more inclined to have anorexia or bulimia or something like that. And so I know that there is some kind of gene that makes you more susceptible to eating disorders in general. I'm not completely sure what it is, but I do know that in my experience, there have been quite a few people with eating disorders that have a family history of just eating disorders in general. Um, it's not always going to be like closely related, but there is some sort of, uh, gene in there that can be switched around and more, 
that can be more susceptible to mutations and because of that whatever that mutation is it can make it to where uh, you have some sort of eating disorder and depending on the mutation I imagine is depending on what eating dis- what eating disorder you get that's just how I imagine it is <clears throat> but that's just for me um, being the little genetics wannabe geneticist wannabe than I am so um let's move on oh yeah and they talk about how perfectionism sensitivity and perseverance are all traits associated with anorexia uh that's where I think that I might be at risk um and I know some people in my family do have eating disorders, even if they haven't been diagnosed with it. I was pretty quick to catch on to things like that uh, when I was younger. And learning as much as I do now, they very <laughs> likely have an eating disorder. But uh, moving on to the psychological aspect... Some people with anorexia have obsessive-compulsive personality traits that make it easier to stick to strict diets and forego food despite being hungry. They have an extreme drive. Okay, whatever. Okay, hold on. Okay, so as far as um, obsessive-compulsive personality traits making it easier to stick to strict diets and forego food, Um, this is definitely something that I would say can happen with a lot of different things. Um, because this can happen with body dysmorphia, this can happen with other eating disorders as well. This can happen with a few different, um, conditions, but... This definitely does go into uh, anorexia as well. They may have an extreme drive for perfectionism, perfectionism, which causes them to think that they're never thin enough. They may have high high levels of anxiety. I can't hear to reduce it. That actually makes me think about my neighbor, to be honest. Maybe she doesn't eat to reduce her anxiety. I never thought about that. Damn. That might be a thing I need to look into then. Shit. Anyway, um... So, yeah, um, perfectionism can drive somebody to think that, um, especially if they equate thinness to self-worth, where they're never going to think that they're thin enough, and that that is definitely an issue. If you know somebody like that, please, please get them help. Um, Environmental success and worth are equated to being thin. 
Peer pressure may fuel the desire to be thin, particularly among young girls. Okay, so if any of you are parents out there or know somebody that is a little bit younger, uh, try to get them to eat a little bit more. Try to get them to be healthy. Um, Yeah, so anyway... Risk factors associated with anorexia. Anorexia, this is Mayo Clinic again, by the way. MayoClinic.org says, Anorexia is more common in girls and women. However, boys and men have increasingly developed eating disorders, possibly due to growing social pressures. Anorexia is more common among teenagers. Still, people of any age can develop this disorder, although it's rare those over 40 teens may be more at risk because of all the changes their bodies go through during puberty. They may also face increased peer pressure and be more sensitive to criticism or even casual comments about weight or body shape. Certain factors increase the risk of anorexia, including genetics. Uh... Changes in specific genes may put certain people at higher risk of anorexia. Those with first-degree relative, a parent, sibling, or child who had a disorder, who had the disorder, have a much higher risk of anorexia. Ha! Okay. Eating and starv- or dieting and starvation- (laughs) Dieting is a risk factor for developing an eating disorder. There is strong evidence that many of the symptoms of anorexia are actually symptoms of starvation. Starvation affects the brain and influences mood changes. Rigidity, Rigidity in thinking, anxiety, and reduction in appetite. Starvation and weight loss may change the way the brain works in vulnerable individuals, which may perpetuate restrictive eating disorders or restrictive eating behaviors, sorry, and make it difficult to return home, return to normal eating habits. Jeez. Okay. Um, transitions, whether it's a new school, home, or job, a relationship breakup, or the death or illness of a loved one, change can bring emotional stress and increase the risk of anorexia. Okay. So, they touch up on how genetics can put people put certain people at a higher risk of anorexia. And this is kind of what I was talking about with a few app relatives that have eating disorders. Oh my god, why is it so cold? Um, if you have a relative who has the disorder or a similar disorder, you're, you are at a higher risk. Of developing it. Um, Dieting, starvation. Dieting is a risk factor. For developing an eating disorder. There's strong evidence that. Okay. Okay, so yeah. It. This is pretty much saying that. uh, Anorexia is borderline just starvation. 
Uh, transitions can definitely cause it. If anything were to cause mine, it would probably have been uh, me going to the nut house the one time that I did, which in actuality sparked all this, so it it was a good thing. But if I were to have it like that, would it would have been a transition that would have caused that? Because yeah, that was not. That was not a good one. I was in a lot of mental distress then. But anyways. Um, some of the complications. According to Mayo Clinic, of course. Anorexia can have numerous complications. As it's most severe, it can be fatal. At it's most severe, it can be fatal. Sorry. Death may occur suddenly. Even when someone is not severely underweight, this may result in, this may result from abnormal heart rhythms or arrhythmias or an imbalance of electrolytes. So minerals such as sodium, potassium, and calcium, they may maintain the balance of fluids in your body. Ooh, so that's something that I gotta watch out for. Other complications of anorexia may include... Uh, anemia, heart problems, abnormal heart rhythms or heart failure, bone loss, increasing the risk of fractures, loss of muscle in females, absence of a period in males, decreased testosterone, gastrointestinal problems such as constipation, bloating, or nausea, electrolyte abnormalities, so uh, low blood potassium, sodium, and chloride. Uh, and then kidney problems as well. So, yeah, pretty much um, with anorexia, if you're going to the extreme with it, um, what you're essentially doing is you're cutting off not only electrolytes, but a lot of nutrients, uh, or rather minerals that your body needs like the potassium, sodium, and calcium, and whatnot. Um, this is also something to look out for with, uh, like, autism and things like that. Uh, you don't want to become malnourished. That is essentially the problem that comes along with this. Um, and that actually goes into the next paragraph that, they, that mayoclinic.org has here. Uh, it says, if a person with anorexia becomes severely malnourished, every organ in the body can be damaged, including the brain, heart, and kidneys. This damage may not be fully reversible, even when the anorexia is under control. Um, in addition to the host of physical complications, people with anorexia also commonly have other mental health disorders as well. They may include depression, anxiety, and other mood disorders, personality disorders, obsessive-compulsive disorders, alcohol and substance misuse, self-injury, suicidal thoughts, or suicide attempts. Um, okay, so this is pretty much coming to the end of the Mayo Clinic research we're doing here. But, um... Yeah, so, that's the issue with malnourishment and uh, dehydration, 
that's another thing that I'll say is that some people with anorexia, I've noticed, um, they'll eat saltier foods and then they'll try to get it back up. But part of the problem with that is that you can't get up all that salt. And so what the salt essentially does is it dehydrates your body over time. Um, and since you're not eating enough to make sure that you're able to keep the fluids balanced, uh, you're just, you pretty much just have salt sitting there and you're working with, uh, salty fluids and that's essentially dehydrating you and it, it worsens the problem so much more. Um, so I just wanted to add that in, um, but yeah, obsessive-compulsive disorders, that kind of includes uh, autism. There's there's arguable stuff there, uh, but I would definitely say autism is something that can make you more obsessive. Um, it can make you more compulsive. It can definitely make somebody a lot more moody. It can make somebody a lot more emotional, if you will. Uh but yeah, there's a lot that goes into this, but um, I'm going to end this here. That way we can move on to Healthline.com's research. Healthline.com listed a lot of uh, information on this disorder as well. So we're going to go ahead and get into that now. What causes anorexia nervosa? The exact cause of anorexia isn't known. People who develop anorexia may have a negative body image. They may be focused on being perfect. They may be looking for ways to control their lives. Other factors like biology, environment, and uh, psychology are believed to play a role. So, um, this definitely supports the research that we just uncovered with Mayo Clinic. Making it so hard to maneuver. Anyway, um, this goes into what we talked about before. Um, it's not always going to be a conscious thing, sometimes it is much more subconscious. But uh, let's go ahead and get into extra factors. So, biology. Genetics and hormones might have an effect on the development of anorexia nervosa. Some evidence suggests a link between anorexia and serotonin, a chemical produced in the brain. So, basically, this is where it really does link back to... Uh, where depression can definitely play a role in this. Um, if you don't know, serotonin is a neurotransmitter that's in your brain and is the most common uh, factor for why people are depressed, as most people who are clinically depressed tend to have to take SSRIs, uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And that's where this plays into uh, how 
psychology can be a much bigger factor. But uh, moving on with what Healthline.com says. Um, environment. Pressure from the society <clears throat> to look thin may contribute to the development of anorexia nervosa. Unrealistic body images from media outlets like magazine and television can greatly influence young people and spark the desire to be thin. Um, under psychology, somebody with obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD might be more predisposed to maintaining the strict diet and exercise regimen that those with anorexia nervosa often maintain. That's because people with OCD are prone to obsessions and compulsions. I would argue that it is a similar situation with autism, as I've already stated. Um, how is it diagnosed? Your primary care provider will provide a physical exam to check your blood pressure and heart rate. They will also do a psychological exam or refer you to a mental health professional who will ask about your eating habits and feelings. They will look for any criteria that will show you are restricting food intake, you have a fear of gaining weight, you have problems with body image. Your primary care provider may also order certain laboratory tests. Blood tests may be ordered to check your electrolyte levels and liver as well as kidney function. In addition, your primary care provider may check your bone density and look for heart irregularities. Your primary care provider may also order other laboratory tests to rule out other possibilities, other possible causes for weight loss such as celiac disease and inflammatory bowel disease. So, um, going into the causes um, like I said, serotonin can well, actually, I, I think I already covered all that now that I think about it. Okay, so, diagnosed. So, yeah, the main criteria they look for is you're restricting food intake, you have a fear of gaining weight, and you have problems with body image. Um, if you take out the fear of gaining weight, you can actually see, um, just how much it can be subconscious. Not everybody can realize how much they're restricting their food intake, and some people simply have images or problems with body image. Um, this tends to be a very common thing in humans as a whole, so it it's not too far fetched to see how this can very much be a subconscious thing. And then. Okay, and then it goes into treatment stuff. So, I guess this is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I will do my best to um I'll do my best to stretch out the next episode. I don't think it's going to be a very long one, but um, either way, I'm going to still do my best to try to uh, be more explanatory with the things that I see. Um, but yeah, there will be a lot of tests to be done with anorexia nervosa. It is an eating disorder after all, so there's a little bit to look into. Um, and they will make sure that you're not lying. 
So, you know, don't bother with that. But, um, yeah. <sighs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, please, please share this with a friend that you think, or loved one in general, that you think may benefit from this episode. Donate to donate to us at patreon.com forward slash vision is vital. Uh, you can go ahead and buy merch off of us at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash vision hyphen is hyphen vital. Once again, please donate to us at patreon.com forward slash vision is vital. And please check out our merch at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash vision hyphen is hyphen vital. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all the listeners and all the support you bring us. We will be having the website available um, pretty soon if it hasn't been available already. Please stay updated and follow us on TikTok and on Instagram and stay safe because your vision is vital.